When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, friends. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Spiced Chaos. The mini-isode. Yep, the, the mini of the mini-isode about all things love today. The love isode. <laughs> That's right. The smoochy We're uh, <laughs> We're having a love episode in Loveuary during Love Month. That's right. Heck yeah. And we just wanted to say before we even get started, happy Valentine's Day Yay, to everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Yes. I hope that you are listening to this and that you are feeling all the love from at least us. That's right. We love you. We love your yes, face. We do. We love you. And we love making this podcast. And we just wanted to wish everyone a very beautiful and chocolate-filled Valentine's Day. Right. Or Galentine's Day, if, that, if you do you. That's right. Um, Galentine's Day was yesterday, Thursday. So mm-hmm. that means that you either celebrated Galentine's Day and you're going to celebrate Valentine's Day or you've never heard of Galentine's Day (laughs) and you don't know what we're talking about but that's okay I think Galentine's Day originated from that show Parks and Rec do you remember that show oh yes who if if you're out there and you do not watch Parks and Rec take yourself over to Netflix or Amazon Prime or wherever you stream your television and please watch it because yes um, the main character on that show, Leslie Nope, made oh, yeah. a big deal every year about Valentine's Day, and she gathered yeah. her friends. And she's and always jamming in her planner. Uh, she does jam in her planner. That was the <laughs> first time that I had ever heard someone say jamming in my planner. Yeah. And I totally stole it because I am frequently jamming in my planner. Heck yeah. So, anyway, happy Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's Day. If you are single and you are snarky about Valentine's Day, then I totally get it. (laughs) I am not single, but I am snarky about Valentine's Day, so I also get it. (laughs) So this is our love episode, and we're going to tell you all about how we feel about Valentine's Day and our love stories and all of those things. So, Caitlin, have you had a good day? Let's just tell everyone we are not recording in the middle of the night. No, we're not. It's like 10 a.m. It's morning time. I'm only on cup, cup of coffee number one. It's the middle of the day. I just don't even know how to, re- <laughs> I don't even know how to behave. Yeah, it's because um, my children have brought home some germs and we were going to record this last night, but I was like, bro, I can't. <laughs> so I cannot. I currently have on shoes, pants, a shirt, oh. a bra, makeup a necklace, all of it, because I just came from work, and I am still dressed. Yes, girl. Nice. That's a win. I know. And I'm not just wearing leggings today. I have on jeans. Oh, man. Oh, man. Now, they're super stretchy, so let's not get too carried away. Do Does anyone own jeans that are not stretchy anymore? Like, what's the point of even buying structured jeans anymore? <laughs> well, I have totally stopped buying jeans that have buttons. Oh, I still have the buttons. I got to have a button and a zipper. Well, I have the ones that are just pull on and they are amazing. The ones that mm-hmm. I'm wearing today are made by Levi's. Mm-hmm. So they are real jeans. They have pockets. They've got pockets in the front. They've got pockets in the back. But they just Ooh. pull right onto my body like leggings. They are fantastic. Love. My daughter would love those because she's in middle school where all of her friends are wearing jeans and stuff. But she hates jeans, hates them. 
and only wants to wear leggings, which I am 100% supportive of. But she wants those ones, like you're describing, that look like jeans, but fit like leggings. Well, you know what? I'm going to do you a solid and send you an Amazon affiliate link so that you can find Delilah some pull-on jeans that will look just like she's wearing regular jeans, but around Uh, her waist is a happy time. (laughs) Yeah, happy time, and that's her thing. She's all about comfort. So have you had a good morning? You said you're only on your first cup of coffee. Yeah, I've been just prepping. I have a lesson to teach later. I do have a little bit of a cold, so if I sound a little nasal, that's what's going on. But I have both of my boys home with me today, so we're just chilling and working, and it's going to start raining here in a minute, so it's just kind of a chill day today. Well, it's raining on me right now, (laughs) and well, I'm not outside, so you know I don't go outside. Um, (laughs) It's raining around your bubble right now. It is. It's raining. It's raining in the Charlotte area right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I have already done an entire work day. I taught three classes, and they went extremely well. And I did an advisory in the middle there, so I've had four groups of kids in my room. Woo! And um, now I am sitting in my car, um, recording this mini set with you, and then I'm going to get some lunch. So nice! You are just, so much more productive than me today. It is a really great day. It just—it really is, and I'm just feeling really good. I'm on my third cup of coffee. Oh, you're jazzed and ready to go. I am jazzed um, because I have been doing intermittent fasting. Right. Yeah, you were telling me about that. So all I can have in the morning is black coffee and water. Oh, okay. So when we finish this mini-sode, I'm going to go and chow down. I cannot wait to break my fast and have something to eat. Yeah, did you know that's why they call it breakfast? Because it's breaking a fast yes I did know that and sometimes I when I when I say it in my head I'm like oh it's time for break fast I do that too I also say Wednesday um yeah I do too Wednesday and And February February. (laughs) I am a grown functioning adult but I do have to say those things in my head yeah my head my head always goes there so Leanne Yes. You know what's coming up, right? Um, tax season? No, silly. Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. If you need help getting ready, Chic Soul has you covered. That was going to be my first stop. They have romantic dresses, flirty tops, and cozy PJs. They sure do. So whether you're going out for a night on the town or staying in for an evening of Netflix and chill, you will look and feel amazing in anything you pick from Chic Soul. And I know it's going to fit perfectly because all of their clothes are tailored to fit my perfect plus-size body. You know it. And right now you can save 15% with code SPICED15 on all your Valentine's Day. Or Galentine's Day. <laughs> yes, Galentine's Day look. We promise you that you will feel ready for anything during Love Month with clothes from Chic Soul. Yes, you will. So give them a try. What are you waiting for? And don't forget to save 15% with code SPICED15. Happy, Happy shopping! shopping. Yep. Well, I'm really glad that you had a good morning. Yep, we're so, just chilling. I just want to know. Mm hmm. What do you do for Valentine's Day, Caitlin? Oh, man. Okay, well, I kind of started to tell you a little bit about this, but so we're a little snarky about Valentine's Day, and this has kind of evolved over the years. So if you don't know me um, and my story, I've been married to my husband for 10 years almost. It'll be 10 years in October, and we've been together for like 12 or 13 years around there. Um, so, you know, we've been together for a while, so we've gotten in a comfortable groove. I used to like kind of demand a gift on Valentine's day. And I used to like want to post the pictures on Facebook and like all of the things and get the flowers. But now it's kind of evolved to the point where I would so much rather have like a single flower on some random day or him to just show up and say, Hey, let's go on a date night on a different day. That's not Valentine's day than to have to like put the pressure on and go out on Valentine's day or like 
stress about like getting $60 roses that are going to die next week on Valentine's Day. I am, however, all about the discount chocolate. Like I will buy myself some discount chocolate if I have to, but we don't really celebrate it. We try to, you know, do lovey things on other days. Um, but I do also like to do things like for my kids and things like that, like a little, a little card, but as a couple, we don't really celebrate Valentine's Day. I actually call it amateur night. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and you guys can read between the lines because amateur night has a second meaning um, that Caitlin doesn't want to share on a rated PG podcast. No, I just um, mean like it's it's <laughs> like when I feel like all of the new couples are out there and they have no shade if you like Valentine's Day or like if your wedding anniversary is on Valentine's Day, no shade. This is just like my thing and my perception. But when I look out and I am looking at a restaurant or visualizing people who are going out on Valentine's Day, it seems to be a lot of new couples that want something to post on social media. That's just kind of what I see. Again, oh. no shade. If that's like, if you love Valentine's Day, I'm so happy for you. And maybe you've been together for a thousand years. But that's just like what I think. And I think that having special moments in other days when not everybody else is out there that is just special to us feels way better but that's just what feels good for me okay yesterday when you said amateur night uh-huh. for some reason I thought that that meant that it was time for some adult cuddling <laughs> like an amateur video is that what you're I don't know. I don't know why that my brain went there. You were like, yes, we call it amateur night. And I was like, oh, oh, so that's your, that's your code for when you're getting down. Okay. Yeah. Um, Well, we are not going to be getting down this Valentine's Day. I know this show is rated PG, but Aunt Flo has happened to show up. There's definitely some red in my life this Valentine's Day. Oh, see, Valentine's Day. Okay. So at least you're in the right color theme. Yeah, so we're going to be chilling. I probably will need some chocolate, but we're just we're just chilling this year. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, listen, the best day of the year to buy chocolate is February 15th. Heck yeah, or late at night on February 14th with Instacart <laughs> when everybody else is out to dinner. That's right, and you can have somebody bring it to your door, and then you yeah. can feel sorry for that person who's also not out on Valentine's Day. Um, <laughs> well, I don't feel sorry for myself not being out on Valentine's Day. Also, I would consider myself to be somewhat low maintenance as far as gift expectations. Like, every year on my birthday, I would we'd have, like, a family vacation to go to the beach instead of, like, a gift. Um, and like Christmas, like maybe I want a gift. I used to be kind of more bratty about it than I am now, but as we've kind of evolved as a couple and like gotten, I guess, more comfortable over the years, like I just don't, I don't think that like my love language is necessarily like receiving gifts, if that makes sense. Yes. My love language is not gifts either. Now I would really like it if Andy would say okay I have a plan for us for Valentine's Day and like Mm -hmm. he would plan it all out and like make a reservation and like tell me to dress up and but we are we are not romantic people we're not really either um like I kind of prefer my space on the couch so we have separate (laughs) couches in our in our living room Brian has a recliner I have the couch And, you know, sometimes if everyone is in the living room together, like the kids and and Andy and myself, and I'm sitting on the couch with him, he's like, God, you're crowding me. Right. Um, You're really sweaty right now. Yeah. Like, I can't stretch my legs out because you're sitting there. Could you just move? Um, So I I don't want to say that we don't love each other or that we aren't, you know, a great couple. We are just kind of. Like, don't touch me unless you can finish what you're starting right now. Well, and um, see, I am the opposite of that, though. Like, I I feel like my love language is, like, affection, maybe. Like, I like Brian to reach out to me and, like, give me a hug. Or, I like, I like him to, like, grab my hand when we're walking. Like, I like those little things. But, and I wouldn't mind if he, like, wanted to sit by me and cuddle and watch a movie. Like, those things I do really like. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe we are a little bit romantic, but I think like, this might be so weird, but I don't really like, 
like kissing that much unless we're like <laughs> unless we're like going into the hibbity dibbity adult cuddle time. But like I don't like to just like make out. Like my head starts spinning and like I start like thinking about things while it's happening and I'm like yeah. I'm wasting so much time right now. Plus I your know. breath stinks and my breath Do probably you? stinks. <laughs> Do you remember when you were like a teenager and you had that boyfriend and you could just kiss and kiss? Yes. And even Brian and I, when we first started dating, we used to yeah. lay in the bed and like kissed for like hours. Yes. No, that does not happen anymore. <laughs> no, in fact, I don't doesn't. even think that I would. Sometimes I feel a little bit sad. Like sometimes I feel like, oh my gosh, I wish that we still did this. But then the reality really like of it. it. Yeah. The reality of it would not be as enjoyable as I as I think yeah I think that the nostalgia of it is like oh when you're in high school and you just kiss all day and it's just so magical but Um, you don't have like a full-time job you don't have kids you don't have like all these other things right like (laughs) at this point at this point in my life it's like okay we have eight minutes get in and get out like that Mm -hmm. is totally it like if you spend too much time on like the kissing then you miss out on like the other stuff so you know, I, I just, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I'm totally right, right there with you. And yeah. we don't really do anything for Valentine's Day either. Um, yeah. We did when we were early, when we were mm-hmm. amateurs, when we were early in our, <laughs> in our relationship. Um, we did. And I don't know if it's because there was like an expectation that, well, it's Valentine's Day. So we're supposed to do something. I think that's exactly something. what it is. I 100 percent think that it's like your friends are going to ask you, what you did for Valentine's Day. And when you're a young couple, if you say we didn't do anything for Valentine's Day, people are like, "Uh uh-oh, your relationship is doomed. But it's really not. No, it's totally not. So I have have memories of, okay, I have one Valentine's Day memory from when we were dating. And I was still living at home with my parents. Mm -hmm. And he came to the house to pick me up and he had a gift for me and it was perfume and it was, and he had flowers and it was sweet. And then I think we went out to dinner, but mm-hmm. I can't even remember going, I don't even remember going out to dinner. I mean, we've been out to dinner a lot of times right? and you know, we occasionally will go out to dinner, just the two of us for no reason. And like you said, I don't know, like a random, you know, middle of January kind of date night, I think mm-hmm. is more meaningful for me. Totally. Yeah. And or, I don't want him spending a lot of money on me exactly like, for no, not for no reason, but I just, I don't want him spending unnecessary money. I already buy the things that I want. Exactly. That's the thing too. And like, I feel like I really appreciate gifts that have more like effort put into them or that are going to mm-hmm. make a memory. Like we go to the beach every year for my birthday and we get to make a memory rather than like him having to be like, oh, geez, what am I going to buy her this year? Like, I don't want to buy her anything because it's not environmentally friendly. And, you know, it's killing the yeah. environment with all of these things. But um, or like one year for our anniversary, this was like my favorite gift that he ever did. And I think it was like maybe like our second anniversary. It was right after we got married, I feel like. But he and my mom like worked together and did this like scavenger hunt for me where like at the end of it was the gift. It was the cute. I still have the scraps of paper from it. Like I still saved that and have it. And I just. so like meaningful. Yeah. I love things like that. And one year, I think it might've been for Valentine's day or another holiday or something. He took me, he was like, I have a surprise and I'm not going to tell you what it is till we get there. And we got there and it was like this really cool old Sternwheeler boat. And so we went like on a river cruise on this Sternwheeler boat that was super cool like things like that that have like a lot of thought put into them or like an activity that you can do I feel like that is like my type of gift this year for Christmas actually he got me an escape room so we're gonna go do an escape room with like a bunch of our friends yeah and you know I guess where I am as far as my love life and Valentine's Day and everything is I just and I'm not complaining it's Valentine's Day so we're not like complaining about our significant (laughs) others today but I just, I, I do wish that he would kind of take the initiative and like plan something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have two young children. Yep. And we have full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. And then I have all of my other things that I do. 
Yeah. So, you know, we are tired. I mean, that is really, I know that that sounds super sad to say. No, it doesn't. Because you we just are tired. Christmas and yeah. New Year's and all and, the other things. And how many months into the year do we get to say we just came off of Christmas? How many months year. do we get? <laughs> Every few months after Christmas. You get like okay. January, February, March. I was going to say, so when it's June, do I get to say, well, we just had Christmas and I'm exhausted from having Christmas. No, in June, Um, you can say, well, my kids are home and they're out of school now. I'm exhausted. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess there's always some reason to blame on being tired. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we are just we're tired. And what we like to do most and this is what we like to do when we were dating. Mm -hmm. We just like to like sit on the couch have a snack and watch a movie. Yeah, you know, Same, like that's, exactly. that's what we like to do. And we have shows that we like to watch together. And whenever we have, you know, a couple hours, we'll watch a couple episodes of a show. Mm-hmm. And that to us is like our together time. And we do try during those times to not be on our phones. Right. It's kind of hard, though, especially that, when I'm texting you all day. <laughs> I know, I know. And when I when I've got, you know, when I've got Caitlin over here that I have to talk to all the time. <laughs> And Andy's like, would you put your phone down? And I'm like, it's Caitlin. <laughs> so this Saturday, we are actually going to get to have quite a bit of time together because my kids are going to be with my in-laws during the oh, day. Yes. And then they're going to be, yep. And then they're going to be with my parents at night. So mm-hmm. we will have all day Saturday and part of Sunday where it's just the two of us. So I don't, I wouldn't say that we're celebrating Valentine's Day on the day, but we may acknowledge it just a little bit um sure we are going to buy some candy and stuff like that for our kids we are going to have dinner at our nice dining room table tonight and celebrate valentine's day as a family and love on our children and you know kind of show them like that love is love comes in all forms and just all you know that kind of thing yeah um and then like um and then the kids have a friendship dance next week at school that is sort mm-hmm. of like commemorative of Valentine's Day, but they call it friendship instead friendship. of love. Harrison has that too. They have a friendship tea party at preschool tomorrow. Oh my so. gosh, that is so cute. And <laughs> see, um, they are giving out their friendship cards at school and that's all done and everything. So, you know, it's just, um, it, it's, friends it just we're gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna love our children today mm-hmm. and then on the weekend we will be together so why don't you tell me just a little bit about your love story with brian like what oh, love story oh, it's complicated yeah <laughs> um, i don't I think hear it i don't think i could have written a better love story honestly like there's a lot of twisty turny things but not in the ways you'd expect okay, so well let's hear it <laughs> so brian and i were really good friends for like the well okay let me back up actually okay so we both went to the same college um and we both went to western oregon university so if you know where that is in small little podunk monmouth oregon let me know uh but that's where we went and we both came from different separate cities so he grew up in the salem area i grew up in the portland area and we ended up living in the dorms Um, And the way that they did it at Western is that the floors were not co-ed, but they would have like a floor of girls, a floor of guys, a floor of girls, and a floor of guys. I think it was actually opposite of that. But anyway, they they made them that way so that like both genders were together, but like separated by floors, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I was on the very top floor and he was on the floor below me. So girls were (laughs) girls were on top. (laughs) (laughs) And he was below me. Um, And then we, like our roommates and like our extended friend group started to kind of combine just because we were all pretty close in that area. So we both kind of ran in like the same friend group. And during that time, like we all became really pretty close friends. Um, You know, we would hang out, we would do like movie nights and that kind of thing. And I was notorious for like dating the wrong guys. Like I, for whatever reason, late in high school, early in college, I would date these just like losers, like total losers. And um, that was just like my thing. But 
for from my second year of college on, I kind of started to have have some eyes for Brian. But I am such an introvert that I was not going to say anything. And it was like right before his birthday, I told one of our friends, her name is Erin. So Erin, if you happen to be listening to this, hey, um, I told her, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I have a crush on Brian. Like, what do I do? Like, we're really good friends. I don't want to like screw anything up. And she basically told me that I needed to tell him, but I was like, no, I can't. I can't do it. And then secretly behind my back, she went and told him. (laughs) Just like middle school. Just like middle school. And so also just like middle school, (laughs) Brian sent me an instant message on AOL, I think. It was either AOL Instant Messenger or Yahoo Messenger. I can't remember which one. Um, Perfect. (laughs) What about? He sent me an instant message and I was like, this is weird. <laughs> like, why are you messaging me randomly? And then I kind of put two and two together and I was like, oh, geez. And so <laughs> he sent me that message and basically asked me if I wanted to go on a date. Like we had mother little conversation, too, but basically asked me if I wanted to go on a date. And in Monmouth at that time, there was like one quote, like nice restaurant. <laughs> and it was right on the highway. And it's called Jay's 99 Grill. <laughs> mm. And so he took me out there. He wore his one and only button-up t-shirt, or not t-shirt, it was a button-up long sleeve shirt, on our date, picked me up in his Honda Civic, <laughs> drove me to the date, and then we had dinner and all of that. Um, and then we basically were, like, official, because I was Brian's first girlfriend, first everything, and neither one of us ever really had the conversation of like, okay, we're actually dating. We like went on that one date and then we were like together forever. And then yeah, fast fast forward like 10 months later, we ended up having Delilah. (laughs) Um, And then we have Harrison and like we got married in 2010. So our life just went very quickly. We'd never really had like a lot of time that was just the two of us. Um, So yeah, we were dating, but I feel like it was, it worked out well because we were really good friends first. So we had a really solid base for our relationship, even though we ended up having kids quickly into our relationship. But that's, that's our complicated kind of roundabout (laughs) fast love story. And how did he propose? So he proposed, he took me, well, he and my mom were actually scheming behind my back and I had no idea. So there was this, I think it was like the 40th anniversary at the old spaghetti factory in Portland. And Mm -hmm. um, we have a bunch of January birthdays in our family. And so it was like, everything was the price that it was 40 years ago at that restaurant. And so we took, yeah, so it was like a good deal and it was like pretty full and I thought we were just going to celebrate all of the January birthdays because everybody was there. Like my whole family was there, but little did I know Brian and my mom were like scheming behind my back, (laughs) you know, planning this whole engagement thing. And (laughs) side note on the way there, we were driving, trying to get directions and I'm just like, angry like I'm just like you're going the wrong way we're gonna be late I'm literally screaming at him on the way to this dinner like (laughs) screaming like so mad and like hindsight I was such a brat beforehand um but anyway so we get there and we like all order our dinner and everybody opens their gifts and then my mom I think stood up and said I think there's one more gift and I look over And Brian has, like, the ring box. And, like, I don't think there was much said. It was kind of a blur. But basically, he just, like, was down on one knee, asked me if I would marry him. My face got all red. Everybody in the restaurant clapped. It was, like, a whole thing. It was very cute. Oh, that's so sweet. Yes, it was very sweet. But I hindsight is (laughs) 20-20. I should not have been a brat (laughs) on on the way there. But it was stressful. Oh, I feel like Caitlin. Delilah was crying in the background or something. Also, she was little. I don't know. But it was. <laughs> I felt bad about that. <clears throat> well, I mean, I think he knew that you were a brat. 
I do. I And I that's, like, my biggest regret on that, like, whole evening. Because, like, as soon as, like, I saw him proposing, I was like, I was just so mean to you. <laughs> and you were planning this whole, like, really nice thing for me for, like, a long time. Oh, so, okay. Well, yeah. You know what? You guys got married anyway, so. We did. We got married on 10-10-10. That's our anniversary. That is such a cool anniversary. And. Mm-hmm. you had people that were in on it that knew that you were getting engaged and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So yeah. yeah so that was cute. our engagement story. Tell me a little bit about your love story with Andy. Um, okay. So Andy and I have known each other since we were 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's We cute. went to high school. Yep. We went to high school together. Oh, your high um, school sweetheart. Well, no. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, so here's how our story went. Mm -hmm. Andy remembers what I had on the first time he ever saw me in 10th grade English on the first day of school. Dang, Dang, he was trying to get that. Yeah, I was new, and he had been at the school for a couple years, I think, and I was new there, and I think that our first class together was 10th grade English. Okay. And, you know, he can still tell everybody, like, what I was wearing. It was, like, this silver and red and black kind of, like, dress. It was very 90s. Oh, okay. I had on these boots. I had on these, like, tall boots. It was so, it was such a 90s outfit. Like, (laughs) do you remember Delia's? Um, who didn't get the Delia's catalog? Yeah, like, who I, I, even I were you like, if you didn't I get the like Delia's catalog in the early 2000s? That I, yeah, I feel like everything I had on was from, was from Delia's. So, <laughs> um, if you know kind of, you know, what those clothes looked like in the 90s, then you can kind of picture it. And, um, yes. so, but he intimidated me. Like, he's got a very quick wit and, um, like, I was not... I was not the woman that I am now mm-hmm. when I was in high school. So, you know, he kind of made me nervous and he ran with a totally different crowd than I did. Like we were mm-hmm. not at all. He was kind of like punk rock, anarchy, white out on your boots. You know what I mean? Like he yes. was so, and I was like musical theater and <laughs> dance. And I mean, you know, like we were totally not in the same social circles at all. Okay. But we always were kind of drawn to each other. Hmm. And, you know, at the time, I would not have said, you know, we're going to get married and that's why we're drawn to each other. But sure. And I'm always telling my girls in class, I'm like, look around, ladies, because, you know, that one that you think is totally the opposite of you may end up being your husband one day. Yes. Brian is 100 percent my opposite. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. So anyway, um. I fast forward lots of years. I'm a junior in college. I guess he probably was too. We're the same age. Duh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was working at an old Navy in Charlotte. Heck yes. Yep. And he saw me at the register through the window because he was coming to that same shopping center to have his hair cut at one of the haircut places that was like a couple doors over from old Navy. It was one of those mm-hmm. like strip mall kind of situations. And he saw me and he came in and said, hello. Mm -hmm. And I said, hello. And I was like, oh, this is weird. Like, um, I'm not like really trying to talk to this guy. (laughs) Because I know him from high school. Yeah. And, um, we had been out on dates before in high school. Mm -hmm. Like we had tried a couple times, like we had kissed and, you know, like, I mean, like, like we had been, yeah, like you do, like, you know, like we were just talking about, um, And, but it just never worked out. Like I was always dating someone. He was always dating someone. Like it was just never the right time. So he Mm -hmm. comes in and says hello to me. And I had actually been on a date the night before with a different guy. Mm -hmm. And I kind of thought that that date went well. Ooh, okay. Yeah. You know, so it was, it was just so weird. So anyway, this girl that I worked with was like, Hey, who was that when he left? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's this guy that I went to high school with. He's bad news. You don't even want to like, no, just don't even go there. Mm-hmm. So he went and had his hair cut and he had his stylist, like give him like a really nice style in his hair and like shave him really nice. He got and a little he, zhuzhed. <laughs> yes. He got a little zhuzhed up. He primped a little bit and then he came back. Oh, 
And he said, when are you taking your break? Okay. And I was like, I don't know. And I looked over at my manager and she was like, you can take your break now. So I went on my break (laughs) and he went on my break with me. And we just like sat outside of Old Navy on a bench and just chatted while I was on my break from work. And I had this moment while he was standing in front of me talking. And it was like this lightning bolt that said, you are going to marry him. Oh, and he got my phone number and it was back when we had flip phones mm-hmm. and his phone screen didn't work. So he could still like punch numbers into the phone and hit send and it would like make a call, mm-hmm. but he couldn't see like menus or anything on his phone. Okay. So he memorized my phone number. Oh my gosh. Yep. And the very next night he called me, he didn't wait. He wasn't one of those, like, I'm going to wait three days and like make her hold out. Like he called me the very next day and asked me if I would go out with him for coffee. And we have been together ever since. That's so cute. Yep. And that was 16 years ago that we were juniors in college. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, um, and now we were together for, I think five years when he proposed. Okay. And we had been ring shopping. Oh yeah, so you knew it was coming. <laughs> so I knew that I knew that it could happen at any time. You know, we he had looked to see like what kind of rings does she like, which ones oh, are her favorite, those kind I've, of things. I forgot to include that part of my story too. I'll tell it when you're done. Okay. Did you guys ring shop? Well, I um okay, so kind of. <laughs> uh you know that we like to buy a lot of things like secondhand, right? So mm-hmm. we were shopping on Craigslist for rings. Perfect. And, and Brian, like I basically picked out my ring and like showed him like which one I wanted. And I was like kind of expecting it also because like we lived together. We had a two year old like we were basically married at that point. Yeah. But I <laughs> so I was like following up on all of his like email communication with everybody about the ring. And he told me this one ring that I really liked. He was like, oh, man, I emailed her and like she said she already sold it. And I was, like, crushed. I was, he was like, telling you a lot. He was. And so, meanwhile, he had, like, met up with this girl and, like, bought the ring from her <laughs> so that Aww. I would, like, get off of his tail about it. <laughs> Perfect. See, there's a little bit of romance there. That's yes. he's, got some, he's got some game. He does have some game. That's true. Yeah. Um, well, we were supposed to – okay, so on our night that we got engaged mm-hmm. – um, I had tickets. We had tickets to a concert. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know the artist Sarah Bareilles? Oh, yes. Heck yes. yes. So we were Sarah supposed Bareilles. to go see Sarah Bareilles. Um, and it was at a really, really tiny little place, like before uh-huh. she kind of got famous. Oh, that's the best. And um, we were going to have dinner before. Mm-hmm. And he didn't tell me to dress up or anything. We weren't going to like a super, super fancy restaurant. He just, you know, we were just very casual mm-hmm. and we got out of the car at the restaurant and we're walking through the cars in the parking lot to get to the restaurant mm-hmm. and he drops down to one knee oh, that's between, the between the cars. Between the cars. I actually really like that. Yes. And he said, I'm too nervous to try to get through dinner before I do this. <laughs> oh, he like couldn't. It was like burning a hole in his pocket. It was killing him. So, <laughs> and then he said all of these beautiful, nice things that I wish that I had on, on video that I could remember. But I, I, I know that he said a lot of really beautiful, nice things. And then I got nervous and I got down on one knee with him. Mm-hmm. And oh, he, you got yeah. down there. I got oh. down there. I got down there on the ground with him. So we're crouched between two cars in a parking lot, and he asked me to marry him, and I said yes, and he put the ring on my finger. Oh, I fracking love that. Yes, I love that so much. And then we that... went in and had dinner, and I have no memory of what we ate. I have no memory of that dinner at <laughs> all. You're just like staring we were, at your ring. <laughs> we were on cloud nine, oh. and then we decided while we were at dinner, let's skip the concert. Yeah, let's just go home and bang. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we left, and instead of doing that, which is probably what we should have done, we went to his house. um, No, we didn't go to his house. We went to his parents' house. Mm -hmm. And um, 
and showed them and told them and like called my parents and like celebrated on the phone with like all four of our parents together yes. and all this stuff. And then we decided, well, we're still too excited. Let's, let's go out and get dessert. And then we went yeah. to like a really Aww. nice restaurant and got cheesecake. Um, and it was, it was great. I mean, it was just a really, really great night. And, um, we were only engaged eight months. I was very fast with that wedding. Oh yeah. Okay. We were get engaged almost two years. Okay. So we did not, I was like, I don't want a long engagement. If we're going to get married, let's get married. Like I'm not, we're not doing this. <laughs> I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm not playing. Like we set a date the night that we got engaged and then we got married, um, eight months later. Yes. So oh, I love that. Your engagement story reminds me. Do you remember when Monica and Chandler got engaged and he is like proposing and like had tried to propose and then she like got down there with him? Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, I do it, remember that's that. That reminds me of. That's what and that story reminds me of. I don't know if <clears throat> I don't really know what happened. I don't know why I got down there too. Probably you were just like so overwhelmed. I just I didn't like him like being on the ground and me not like, being able to see his face as well. Like I just, so I don't know. I just, but I was uncomfortable. I, I always do weird things when I'm uncomfortable. So I just was like, okay, I'm going to get down here too. And then Aww. we're both like crouched on the ground between cars in a parking lot. And that's, that was our engagement story. So that's the cutest thing ever. I love it. Yeah. And I, I love him very much and things have been, you know, up and down, of course, um, like they are. I'm, There's peaks and valleys. Well, <clears throat> and I will say that it is extremely difficult, I know, to be married to someone who suffers from depression. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I know that it has not always been an easy road for him. Mm -hmm. And I mean, with my depression, I mean, he has some depression and anxiety, too. But the the amount that I have had to put up with has been completely different than like what he has had to deal with you know, as far as my, um, you know, mental illness situation. Mm -hmm. So I know that, you know, he is quite the trooper Yep. and we are still hanging in there. Heck yeah. And I know every day that he is the one that I'm supposed to be with. I just need to, you know, take care of myself and, you know, we're just, we're learning as we get older, how to take care of each other in each different phase of our lives. It definitely, marriage is, like, about, I feel like, choosing. Like, not only are you with the person that you're, like, supposed to be with or, like, the one or whatever, but I feel like every day you choose to, like, continue to work on that marriage because Brian and I are basically complete opposites, and sometimes that makes things really hard. We're both, like, alphas, too, so we're very stubborn and, like, we know what we want. That can make things, like, really hard and, like, we can butt heads sometimes. Well, a lot of the time. Um, but I think you just have to, like, choose what you're going to fight about. Like, you can't be fighting about stupid things like, oh, my gosh, you didn't get me a Valentine's gift, for example. Or, like, yeah. oh, my gosh, you didn't do the dishes when I didn't even ask you to do the dishes just because they were sitting there. Like, you really have to, like, choose your battles as you get older. And, like, really, I feel like it's all about compromise and all about communication. Like, if you have those two things in your marriage, like you're going to be married for 50, 60 years. Yes. And I read this article or this blog, it was probably a blog post um, that this woman wrote about clothes being left on the floor mm -hmm. and how men have a tendency to just take off their clothes and just like drop them wherever they take them off. And mm -hmm. then, you know, we as wives go back behind and pick them up and whatever. Yep. And that there is some like irritation that goes along with that. And mm -hmm. she said that she had those feelings and then her husband died. <gasps> oh no. And then she loved that his clothes were on the floor or missed and it. And then she was like, ladies, when you see the clothes on the floor, just be thankful that he's there every day to drop clothes on the floor. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of put things in perspective for me as far as the little things that I used to kind of have resentments about. There's just certain things that when you live in a home together that have to be done. Exactly. And, you know, my mother told me a long time ago, she said, I realized several years into my marriage what kind of man your father is. And yep. she said, I can spend my entire life trying to turn him into someone else, 
Yeah. Or I which can won't adapt, work. <laughs> right. Or I can adapt and accept the good and the bad. Exactly. Yep. Because my husband might be a lot of things, right? Like he might have some negative qualities, but I got those too. And when I yes. look at someone else's pasture, I don't want what's over there. <laughs> no, I, I do not see... want what is going on. No, uh, I don't want like the husband that had to go to jail or I don't want the husband that's out here like cheating because if Brian is one thing, he is loyal to a fault. Right. So. Or there may be women who are like, I don't want the husband who names something that Andy and Brian do. I mean, you know, like, yeah. There may be a woman who has a husband that went to jail and she's like, well, I would rather deal with these problems than, right, than have you know, my husband tear up the front yard and put a whole garden in. Like, you right. Know? You know, there's just, we all, we all have little things about us that yep, exactly. are aggravating. And, you know, just, I, I'm in a place right now where I want to work on myself mm-hmm. because I respect and love him. Exactly. That's, that's like my thing too. Like I know that like I don't sleep enough, which makes me like short and angry and frustrated and probably more anxious than I need to be. And like, I definitely want to work on those things too. However, I do also expect that like my partner is not staying stagnant. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to do all this work, but like they got to do it too. They have, there can't be just one person putting in the work. And I feel like we've also learned that lesson because I'm also very loyal (laughs) and there have been times where I felt like I was putting in all the work and like doing all the things. And then when he was like putting in all the work and doing all the things. So you got to like give and take. And I think you also have to kind of learn when your partner needs you to like pick up the load. I think that's like a big key. Yeah. And I think that in my own marriage that that has kind of, that's kind of where we are right now. Mm-hmm. is that I have suffered from depression for so long now. This particular bout that I am dealing with has been around for so long that he has kind of started, I mean, like he's been picking up my slack. Mm-hmm. And I know that he does that because he loves me. Exactly. But at this point, we've had to have a conversation, you know, I need to push myself to do these things. And while it is so amazing that you love me enough to say, you're not in a place where you can handle, you know, maintaining the kitchen all the time or whatever. Right. He just does it for me. Like we're starting to learn that, you know, what I actually need is for him to step back and let me do those things and push through the tough stuff. And um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's just, it's amazing how, when you have been together as long as we have, and as long as you and Brian have the way that you grow together as a couple. Exactly. Even if you're so different. And like, I guess the other thing for me is like, whenever I've like, them you know in in the depths of sorrow and I'm like oh my gosh I should just pack my bags and leave or whatever you know when you get like that and you're over dramatic then I start thinking about but wait then I'm gonna have to like date again and like put effort into <laughs> and like learn how to kiss somebody else and, Ugh, so many pants it's just and, a lot of pants that you have and to learn wear. all their like bedroom weirdness you know Ooh, like, yeah I'm like, too old mm-hmm. to be out here doing all that like I props feel the to same. all of props to all of you like single mamas out here dating or older single ladies but like that just sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I, you know, I definitely, I have times when I envy people who are single and don't have anybody else to take care of. And then at times Mm -hmm. I'm just like, but what I have here is really great too. So, you know, well, I hope that everyone listening has enjoyed a little trip down memory lane with us <laughs> yes. for this Valentine's Day because we just kind of wanted to reflect on our own relationships and talk about kind of, you know, the good things and a, a little bit of the bad. I mean, you know, the, every every relationship has its, like you said, peaks and valleys. Exactly. There is not a perfect relationship. And if you're out here thinking that you have one, just wait, it's coming. <laughs> um, it's coming. You know, Everybody has their own set of problems and, you know, you basically just kind of have to decide, am I going to stay with this set of problems or am I willing to go out and look for a whole new set? Because (laughs) everybody has baggage and, you know, all those things. But whether or not you are a lover of Valentine's Day and you and your significant other have been together for 
you know, 25 or 30 years and you're still going strong on February 14th and you love the bears and the roses and the candy and all of those things and the, and the restaurants, you know what you do it. I say yeah, do, do it, you please. and enjoy your Valentine's day. And if you aren't super into Valentine's day, don't be embarrassed about that either. Just exactly. When someone says, what did you do for Valentine's day? Just be honest because at this point, we are all just doing ourselves and that's right. That just out here weird. doing the best doing we our, can. We're just out here doing ourselves. I mean, Caitlin. you might be on Valentine's day. You just might be <laughs> whatever, whatever means Valentine's day for you. <laughs> that's what you need to do. That's right. And yeah. just, just because Leanne and Caitlin are not super like, Oh, candy hearts and bring me all the bears and all that stuff does not mean that you can't be. Yep. And maybe you just hang out with your friends on Valentine's Day because those relationships are important, too. Right. Or maybe you're a teacher and you go, like, all out for your kids at school. Because I remember those Valentine's classroom parties. I remember those for sure. Yeah. Those are fun. That's really fun. Mm -hmm. So however you choose to celebrate Valentine's Day or not celebrate Valentine's Day, just remember that your friends at Spice Chaos love you. We do. We love you so much. And this has been a little love episode, a little mini episode for you. Yep, a little baby episode. Um, the next time you hear our voices, we will be joined by. Go ahead and tell them. Shay Budget. So she's going to talk right. about all of her budget, you know, things. She's like a budget queen. She's going to tell us about Mr. Budget. So her relationship. She's going to talk mm-hmm. about all these amazing things. So. I can't wait to talk to her. Yes. So this is love month and we mm-hmm. love money. Heck yeah. <laughs> and I am way, way interested in hearing her tell me how I can handle my money better. Yep. Though, I need some lessons. <laughs> I even need some I lessons. secretly know that I need to stay off of the online shopping and maybe That's that would, right. that would help. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I mean, if she could just come over to my house and slap me every time I'm about to place an order on the internet, then that would be budget. If you're listening to this, that, that's what I need from you right now is a, I need for you to come to my house and just remove the computer from my hands when I'm in that place. So oh, that'd be so good. Yes. Shay Budgets is our next guest. So mm-hmm. be looking forward to that episode. And um, once again, we love you, and um, we will talk to you guys in the next one. All right. Bye, friends. Bye.